Hi everyone, it's Sal. Sally. Hope you all are doing well. It is Saturday and it is April 29th. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. It's a beautiful spring day here in Austin, Texas. And, you know, I go to a morning Bible study at my church at Parkway Church in Flugerville. And today they started a really interesting video series on the current state of manhood and how we are facing a leadership issue and why the majority of arrests, murders, robberies, arsonries and crimes are men and why men are being caught on television and in the media as engaging in violence, looting and damaging property and all kinds of criminal activity. The series looks into what is the underlying root cause of some behaviors like that and other historical reasons or events that can explain why that kind of unruly behavior started and when it started and is there a particular point in time so it's a very interesting series and i'd like to share that with you so this is the first session of that which talks about what is the current state of manhood there are eight reasons and eight aspects currently that men find themselves in now obviously this is not specifically talking about any one person but in general what the current state is number one men are in a state of confusion number two men are experiencing disappointment with life Number three, men are wrestling with unresolved pain. Number four, men are lonely. Number five, men are drifting. Number six, men are turning to escapes to numb the pain. Number seven, confused men create major problems. And number eight, without a compelling vision for manhood, men will settle for less in life. So this is the current state of manhood. When men tend to shove their problems down and do not share that with others who can help, they isolate, they tend to stay by themselves and they tend to find quick fixes to fundamental issues of the lack of leadership, the lack of structure in their lives, then these things happen. The worst thing you can do is to isolate and not share. And right from the start, men have been taught that, oh, don't express your feelings, don't show your weaknesses, don't be vulnerable because people are going to take advantage of you. That is a fallacy. When you ask for help, that is not a sign of weakness. It is actually a sign of strength. It is a sign of maturity that you have recognized that there are certain aspects where you need help 
in your asking and seeking out for it. If you have a few good friends that you can talk to, that you can open up with and that you can share openly and freely and get their advice, then that's going to help. But what do most men do? They don't say anything. And when anybody asks them how are they doing, they say they're fine. And fine doesn't mean anything. Fine just means I'm not going to express the way I'm actually feeling today with you. They're, unre- they're wrestling with unresolved pain. Maybe somebody hurt them. Maybe somebody did something bad to them and they have not been able to deal with that. And as a result, they're taking it out in their current actions of looting and violence and aggravation. That's not going to solve the problem. That only makes things worse. They're, dis- they're experiencing disappointment with life. Maybe they didn't expect to be where they are and instead of trying to get out of the situation they are you know not addressing it squarely but looking at other short-term ways they are extending their adolescence you know when you play video games and you do a few childish things a little bit, it's okay. But when you're spending 14, 15 hours a day doing that, then that's not a balanced approach. And they're delaying the ability or the responsibility to take on manhood. They're delaying the responsibility of earning a job, earning an income, supporting the family, being there to provide emotional, physical and mental support to their kids. When you don't do that, the result is when young boys become men, they have lost their guidance. And when a ship has no rudder, it goes in the wrong direction. So these are some of the reasons why things are happening the way they are. And are there historical impacts on manhood? I think there are, yes. There's five of them. There's racism, there's the Industrial Revolution, the war years, feminism, and extended adolescence. If you look at each of these five historical occurrences, they have shaped the current state of manhood. Either when in an agrarian society, The father used to work the fields by the house. The son used to help the father do that and would see and spend time with the dad throughout the day and would recognize the work ethic that the dad had and that would translate into the right values and the right behaviors and attitudes to the child. But when the Industrial Revolution came, We moved away from an agrarian society to an industrial assembly line and the dad would leave the home and go and travel and work in the factory and then spend 10, 12 hours and by the time they came back, they were so tired that they could not spend any time with their family or their kids. What they got were leftovers and not the real person and not the education and the and the wisdom that they would have if they had spent the whole day with the dad in the fields. Same thing with the war. 
when the war happened they came back and many men found themselves to be very bitter lonely isolated suffering from ptsd and withdrawal and as a result the children suffered racism same thing and feminism men did not quite understand how to deal with that and what their true place was in society and what their role was and then last but not the least extended adolescence where you want to continue with your boy years and not take up responsibility so these are some of the reasons why we are where we are in terms of a current state of manhood in my opinion it starts with the right upbringing the right role models the right investment of time by the parents and by the dad for their sons when that doesn't happen things start going wrong without the right role models without the right guidance without the right structure and consequences for actions particularly the wrong ones boys are going to continue to behave badly and then that carries on in their whole life and that vicious cycle of violence incarceration negativity more violence more crime continues many times it is exacerbated due to poor mental health emotional health depression anxiety and most of the times a lot of the people that are committing crimes are not of the right mental capacity they may be requiring medication they are not and i'm not trying to make excuses but these are some findings of the research that show where we are and why we are here and how did we get here it's not all doom and gloom there is a way to regain the right balance and to take the compass and correct your ways and move on the right path and we'll talk more about that in the next session as we continue with session 2 and 3 and 4 this was the first session hope you found this useful thank you for listening take care enjoy the weekend bye